Welcome to Growing Rugby League podcast, sharing different stories of others growing rugby league, part of Strong Rugby League recruitment and connections. Uh, today we have Peter Delando on. Um, he's a Strong Rugby League recruitment member player. Um, he's been a player of coach with my one-on-one coaching sessions, helped him to the USA, to France, and back to the USA, where he's um, the co-captain and halfback for the uh, Tampa Mayhem. Uh, how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks yourself. Good, good. Yeah, uh, obviously. Um, but before this, you can hear the yeah the kids <laughs> running around. So hopefully, got a little bit of spare time. Um, yeah, to finish this. Uh, what 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 time is it over there at the moment? It's almost ten thirty at night, Saturday night. So I had a long, busy day, and you know, glad to get this uh, done, and finally, good to chat chat you finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you you've been a part of. Um, yeah, the brand and um, yeah, support myself since day dot. So great to yeah get you on and um yeah and especially for your time as well, especially late at night. Um, uh, look, look, literally, you are one of the players I promote. You know, to players in person who look, as so many people are getting inundated daily um, by everyone want 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 this. They want to go there and they just don't jump out of their comfort zone. And um, yeah, you're the you know perfect role model um, for you know the Strum Rugby League recruitment brand. Uh, with taking the opportunities out there, literally yeah, jumping out of your comfort zone, and um, yeah, making the most of your you know rugby league um, career, um, and also yeah a bonus as well. Yeah, utilizing um, yeah the website and an online store with different stuff. Um, but yeah, you're truly yeah growing rugby league. Um, with all the countries you're you've been playing in, um, and a, yeah, like I said, a perfect role model. Um, could you give a little rundown of you know where were you born, um, and uh, yeah, with your your rugby league career to to the state? Yeah, um, I grew up in a very small town in North Queensland, uh, Ingham, yeah, an hour north of Townsville. So I started playing rugby league. I think it was about. Six years old for the Herbert River Crushers, uh, one of your yep. newest, newest members. Yeah, shout um, out to them. Yep. Uh, then at the age of, I think I was about 20, um, I obviously stuck around with them. Um, then decided to make the move to the UK um, when I got the chance because my grandmother was born in England. So yep. allowed me the ancestry visa. So I played for a few of the clubs around there, um, you know, bounced around, but enjoyed myself while I was there. Um, and then obviously... Which, which clubs um, did you, you play for over there? I played for Hammersmith Hoist for a yep. season. Um, I played for East uh, Eastern Rhinos um, when yep. done a nine tournament um, in the Netherlands with them. Really enjoyed my time there. We finished second um, in the tournament, losing in Golden Point, which which was horrible. <laughs> but we still had a good night after that. Um, and then, yeah, in 2018, I, I was having a chat to you and you said you knew Curtis. Um, he was starting a new team in Florida. Yep. If I wanted to go spend the summer in Florida, who doesn't? Um <laughs> It, it was brand new bunch of guys I spent with them. You know, much of them played rugby union, never even heard of rugby league except for maybe three guys. Um, it was a difficult season, 
but I still enjoyed my time. You know, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have, you know, met my wife now. Um, mm-hmm. That was probably the upside of it. Uh, then I played uh, two seasons up in Canada with the Broncos uh, before COVID sort of ruined all that. Um, and I had to head back to Australia where um, I, we tr- I trained half a season under with you at yep. uh, at Normanby. Um, but my work schedule, it, just getting to and from training was a pain. So I switched to Balimba and finished a season yep. out with those guys um, and really enjoyed my time in Brisbane. Uh, and that's when I realized, you know, being away from Australia for so long, you don't realize the difference between the game from uh, USA to England to France. Um, you know, Australia is a much faster game. Boys are bigger. The game's so much quicker. You know, the, your mental capacity is just going to be on point. Um, but then... I was offered through my work to go down to Sydney for more money, took it, um, and I spent season with Bankstown Bulls. Um, yep. enjoy, enjoyed that, um, but obviously it was through COVID. Season was very stop-start, um, but I enjoyed it. You know, I was playing numerous different positions. Um, I was playing mainly centre at the time. Yeah. After mainly playing fullback most of my career, fullback or wing, back three, um, but I was looking for you know being much older and wiser now, wanted to move into a different position, um, mainly in the halves of hooker, but they saw me at centre, which I enjoyed. Um, you know, it's a little little bit more different than back three, um, but then that's when I came to you um you know and you had the op- gave me the opportunity also to go play in france is another one sort of like playing playing with the copperheads in southwest florida is most of those boys were playing two leagues above because of you know they were coming just coming out of covid most yeah. of the teams you know folded or weren't around anymore um you know when you're getting pumped 80 points to like six every week you're not enjoying it but, you know, it's humbling at the same time because not many people, like especially from a small town where I originally come from, don't really get the opportunity to play where you want to play, you know. But sometimes, like you said before, you've got to, you know, you know get out of your comfort zone and, you know, accept, you know, it's, you're going to be homesick, times are going to be tough, I was away from my wife for two years because of COVID, but sometimes you've got to, you know, put yourself out there, get out and take the chances while you can. Um, But once I finished in France, I uh, went and spent the summer in Florida last year. Then I, because of my visa, I wasn't allowed to stay for the South final. So I missed that. Um, but coming back this year, I had much more of a target, um, an expectation I wanted for myself. Um, you know, and then I was this year I was voted co-captain 
for the yes. Tampa Mayhem, you know, and it's a really humbling experience. Yeah, you know, it's the first ever side I've kept in a full season of, you know, I've kept in games here and there, but being a role model and a leader to some of these boys, it's, you know, it was exciting. Um, but all that puts into perspective is these boys look up to you. Um, didn't finish the season as the way we wanted it, um, losing in the South final to Jacksonville. Um, yep. But, you know, going into next season, it's, a uh, you know, we want to be up there. We want to be competing like we do every year. But, you know, that elusive South final um, win, you know, keeps eluding us. And I want to do – and I want to take these boys to a national championship. We've got the team to do it. So, you know, I think next year it'll be a better a better year. Um, we've got, had boys first years playing league this year. You know, it, you can see once they've got a bit more experience, they're going to be better next year, which is good. And it's good for USA League as well um, because, you know, these boys are the future – and you know, all you want to do is see these guys grow and progress. Yep, yep, yeah. Look, so many people um, inquire about the USA um, yeah, all the time, and yeah, they're not quite sure um, regarding the competitions over there. It's uh, yeah, strictly amateur over there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is amateur. It's like you got to pay your own way. Um, yeah. It's like. We the boys like I've seen that have come over. Um, we had one over this year was we hosted a boy, um, but his work um, made him go back. You know, it's it's a good experience. You can see, um, like if USA really got in there to gear, that they, they could be a you know top tier side in the next I would say ten to fifteen years. But you know, it's. There's, there's a lot of experience in that. It's like yeah. they're all amateurs, but like guys that have been to Australia before, like I played with Joe um, last year and this year, and he's been to Australia, yeah. played with the Northern Pride. Um, but those guys, you, um, like my, most of my boys look up to as well. And also obviously me being Australian, playing elsewhere, you know, they look to you for advice and where can you get better in that. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, a lot of people don't realise. Yeah, it, it is, um, yeah, amateur over there, but um, yeah, there's, there's so much potential. Um, look, they've been around for a while now. Look, I played over there 2011, um, and what are we? Yeah, we're 2023 now, and um, yeah, there's this, I don't know whether it's politics or certain things, and um, but yeah, there is so much natural athletes over there. Um, you know, if you invested like, with yourself heading over there and other um, Aussie and UK imports, they help, you know, grow the game and help teach um, the players. And obviously, you know, players like uh, Joey um, and others that come to Australia, play, learn their trade and then go back and then lead by example and, and help teach it. Um, yeah, just hopefully now with NRL heading over there, maybe that's the, the little bit of added exposure um, for the game to help grow, so um, yeah, hopefully it can keep keep growing. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. I was like, I'm really hoping that they would have had like got a game together before the NRL. Um, but yeah, I've heard um, a couple of politics that um, you know, but it's it's also hearsay. But you know, yeah. I do want to see the game grow here. Um, like you said, there's a lot of potential. So it's fingers crossed that. Like 
I'll give the wraps to the ladies. The ladies are doing fantastic. Um, that's one thing, um, you know, once my career is, you know, potentially done is helping the ladies. Like I know most of the ladies that play in the Tampa side here and I do, and Billy who runs, who's doing a fantastic job with the yeah. Tampa side here. You know, I do want to eventually help him out because, you know, I, I've got so much knowledge I want to pass on and, uh yeah i think the ladies is um, a game that's going to be underestimated in a couple of years time yeah yeah so um yeah you've you've you you uh, how many nations have you played all up australia england netherlands played in italy i would yes too many to to count um it just i played a lot of league, especially also rugby union, when I was in yeah. uh, in England, um, which allowed me to see a lot of the Europe. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't. I'd have to. I've been here in the next five minutes trying to count. Yeah, how, yeah. How, so how every, every single time um, you're playing a different nation and so things obviously helping you. Um, I think yeah, you you might have got me now because I think Giallo. Um, uh, Selena or whatever, uh, like the Italian, like he's been you know, right across, and I think I've got him by one nation. Um, <laughs> but I think I think you've got both of us. So, um, yeah, you, you, you like I said, you're, you're the perfect example to others out there. Um, yeah, if you want to play somewhere, there's opportunities there. You just got to jump out of your comfort zone. Um, with, with France, um, when you played over there, how how did you find the, you know, the culture? Um, obviously, the, the language barrier. Did you get to um, learn the language, or um, yeah, it was, it was just a total shock? It was a total shock when I got there. Um, obviously, I didn't know a single word of French. I tried to learn it a little bit, um, yeah. but most of the young boys knew some sort of basic English, so I could, um, you know, I could talk to them a little bit. But Simon, who was our head coach last um, last year when I played with them in France, being Australian, obviously he knew, you know, it was going to be hard because I didn't know a single word. He helped me out massively. Um, the family I stayed with were awesome, and yeah, it's just it was just a total culture shock. Um, I, by the yeah. end of it, I could read it more than speak it um really yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 the, I'm the opposite oh i can't even speak very good but yeah uh reading it oh yeah i don't have a clue yeah uh, it's yeah i enjoyed my time there the food yeah. was amazing um yeah. the family i stayed with you know gave me a whole new perspective of like proper french food instead of like the food you eat in the restaurants um, but I do miss the cheese. That is the one thing I do miss from France. Yeah. Fromage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, with all the players, um, yeah, that, that you yeah, know, they want to play over there. Um, that's what I try to explain. And even when boys head over, like, with yourself, I send that big message um, in checklist, checklist for the boys. When you do actually head over there that first time, you do feel like an alien. Um Disregarding yeah, the, the language barrier, um, yeah, it can, can be tough, but um, you're just adapting to the culture, uh, yeah, makes things easier, and um, yeah, you, you got to experience it over there. Uh, out of all the nations that you you played in, um, you, which, which one's been your your favorite, like um, your lifestyle and area wise, and then 
you know, um, and, and other little things. Oh, it's a tough one. Um, I would say probably at the moment it would be here in the US. Um, yeah. With living in Tampa here, you know, I'm not too far from a, a beach, the city. Um, if I really wanted to go to Disney, Disney's only an hour up the road. Um, yeah. But I can, you can just go an hour up the road and you can be in the middle of nowhere. Um, but then there's so many opportunities is also as um, you can fly north and play in the Northern League. Um, the foods, you know, uh, barbecue, I've never really understood like a proper like American barbecue is is really good with a with a beer, especially on a Saturday. Um, nightlife, depending what sort of nightlife you're after. Um, whereas I'm getting old now, I'm just happy to sit on the couch, but don't mind uh, now I doubt ever now and then. Um, but not too far behind would have to be France. Um, France, I really enjoyed it. the language barrier was a total culture shock, but the food. Um, the boys I played with, you know, showed me, you know, I guess French, a French lifestyle and, you know, what it's like. But, yeah, it's – I do miss Australia. Um, Australia's up there. But um, but getting out of, like, my own skin, uh, it's, yeah, it's it's a tough one. But I would have definitely yeah. said America at the moment. Yep, yep. Yeah, when I um, when I first got to uh, yeah, Jacksonville um, – yeah, shout out to um, yeah, Brent Shorten and um, yeah, uh, the late great mate um, Scotty Peterson. They took me down to Tampa um, just for for the day and night. We went to the baseball there. Um, have yep. you been to many of the the baseball and um, uh, NFL at all? Um, no, not really baseball or NFL. I'm more into hockey here in America. Yep. Um, it's just. Um, I, it, I just love it how that you can play a sport just on a set of blades and like you can stand in front of someone hitting a piece of rubber at hundred miles an hour and, you know, and you just, and you'll take it, take it on the chin. Um, but I don't mind going to NFL games, but when you're sitting there for three hours and <laughs> not much is happening, same with baseball. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's okay. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Um, it was just for the the, the experience. Um, yeah, when we, we were there, like I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't understand why and how big it was. But yeah, it's just the probably you know just their way of life and um, their yeah, culture. I, I was that bored um, during the baseball, but yeah, I just I just got yeah, blind. Um, and then with the NFL, um, it wasn't during the NFL season when I was there, but they had. Um, it was just about to start before I was left, but they had, you know, the scrimmage. Yep. Um, so, like, in-house troll um, game. And that, that was the experience. Obviously, it didn't go for three hours. It was sort of fairly quick. But, um, yeah, just for the scrimmage, I think they had, like, 40,000 people just for the, the, the scrimmage. Um, but that was, you know, that was in Jacksonville. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's a different way of life over in, in America. And, you, yeah, you're getting some experience um yeah literally literally everything uh, have you got to do much um traveling over your time um obviously at each destination and with your partner and stuff um when i was in france um my partner came over she came and visited didn't get to see me play we had a 
a bye week, but we got to do a lot of um, like Normandy in that area in Paris. Yeah. Um, when I was in France, I went back to England for a little bit, um, and then I was living with another uh, Australian boy, and he, me and him, we just because uh, we got given a car. We went down to Montpellier, Toulon, um, like southern France. Uh, obviously, living in England, I got to travel for quite a bit. But here in America, um, not at the moment. Um, we'd like to um, travel a little bit more, uh, but because we both play uh, rugby union and, like, uh, I guess this fall and spring here and then both working full time, it's it's a little bit hard. But we both got to go experience Toronto when they I took the ladies' side up there. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I got to go up there and uh, play against the Wolfpack, which was, was a fantastic experience, even though breaking my hand in the first 10 minutes wasn't yes. the best <laughs> best experience. But, uh, you know, I'd love to travel a little bit more. We, we do want to plan to go to Tennessee sometime soon. Um, but it's definitely on the cards and she wants to go back to Australia. So we're planning that in 2025. So, yep. Yep. Um, what are you, what are you doing for work? Um, um I am a, a sales coordinator at a locksmith, uh, shop at the moment. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's eight to five job, not the most exciting job in the world, but it's a uh, good start somewhere. Um, yeah, but 100%. it's, yeah. What's your plan? So, are you playing union at the moment, or um, I'm is it around the same time as league? So, rugby union starts around October, November, depending yep. which team you play for, and then it goes right through until April, May, depending if you make playoffs. I haven't played since or done any sort of practice since I broke my hand because I had to have a screw put into my hand because the way I broke yep. it. Um, so I've had the luxury of, um, having a bit of time off. Um, I should really try to get back into the gym and try to get fit. Um, because once the new year comes, comes around, um, that's when I'm fully cleared. So yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a wait, but I'm, you know, raring to get back out there and, you know, play. Yep. Yep. So what, what's your, um, your goals, um and, and plan for the, the the season ahead um so when's the, the the season start is it around your may june um next season yeah may may june we'll probably start pre-season may like we did this this year um and then we'll start then you uh, i'll probably want to get an either referee or play in the naples nines if they have that again um, you know, but next season, I, I, it, it's got to be go one step further. It's when the South try to get to the national championship and, uh, when it, um, like I said, we've got the boys and I think the experience next year, you know, we can go that one step further. Um, yeah. I had a new halves partner this year, you know, it was first two games I had a, different different guy but then like back into the season it was we were trying to find that clicking combination um but towards the end you know we, we found it 
Um, but I think it was uh, at times where we didn't have quite have that combination where I could let him do his thing, he can let me do my thing, um, and it didn't quite work when we needed to. Uh, yeah, so hopefully next season it's we go that one step further, um, and that's what I want to do. Yep, yep, yeah. Forgot about you. You, you refereed. Um, which games did you referee? It was the... I did the national championship this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like I said, you you are you are truly growing rugby league. That's why. Um, yeah, you, you you get your story out there. Um, yeah, I remember watching because I didn't know about that until when I seen the pictures. Like that's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, um, that's huge. It's it's like. Like I said, coming from a, a very small town, and then you know when I went back home last year for the like a month or so, and I got to see a bit of friend, uh, friends and family, and you, it just you just underestimate that you know since you've been gone and like everyone you went to school with, you know, I I, I give it to boys that you know that stick around because it's just so much easier because all your family and that. And then you just they just don't realize how big the world is and how humbling it is when you do get the chance to um you know referee a national championship in another country or have the opportunity to play in another country or like you know, i got selected for the south side this year and you know it's um you know i was probably never pushing representative squads when i was younger but you know it's you know i do have the skill that if i do work hard and you you know if you do put the time and effort in um that you can do it uh and but it's like you said it's got to put yourself outside that comfort zone yeah yeah um yeah we're nearly there i'll just uh do a quick shout out um yeah for one of my um podcast sponsors so msc concrete constructions um they're the sponsor of the Podcast, Growing Rugby League, um, mscconcrete.com.au, projects across southeast Queensland, central Queensland, and a strong focus on uh, the Sunshine Coast region. So if there's any sponsors um, out there interested or to partner up, um, you, uh, don't hesitate to get in touch uh, via yeah, growingrugbyleague.com or stramarugbyleague.com or you know, reboundable.com. Um, and with, this, with the podcast, um, it's up, up now on yeah, Apple Podcasts. Um, as well as you know, Spotify, um, and the uh, Instagram page, Growing Rugby League. Um, with um, your you know you're playing around everywhere, but specifically with your know, USA with your time there. Now, is there anything that would you you'd like to see or change or anything you know, to help the game develop over there or an an insight? Um, I think they're a little bit more knowledge with the referees um like a lot of boys here is you give a decision but because they watch too much rugby league and they um you know and they just get their own opinion and you just got to say to them listen it comes down to perspective of how i perceive things or see things you know Mm. nrl they get 52 cameras they get uh, a video referee is like I'm barely sometimes able to get two touch judges that are certified. Mm-hmm. Um, refereeing over here, you know, could be a whole lot better, a little bit better, but it's trying to get the people interested in doing it. Rugby league's still yeah. growing. 
I would have preferred a little bit more um, promotion for the upcoming game in Vegas. A lot of people don't even know what's happening over here, especially yes, yeah. along the East Coast where north and south where you've got a lot of like teams, you know, yeah. could be pushing this, you know, I or could have done, could have easily done a north versus south game before the NRL and it gets people like people knowing that there is a game in the USA uh, yeah. that that's one thing is a lot of people it's like when you speak about rugby league and there's like what's that you know or yeah. where's the nearest team the more people that know about it um, the more people get interested want to come play um, grassroots I think they need to start pushing it a little bit better I know just with the way things are at the moment it's a little bit hard like rugby unions growing a lot bigger here. So it's going to be mm. trying to compete with that along with American football. It's, yeah, it's, it's difficult to say where you can start. Um, but I think yeah. you've got to start with the referees over here. Um, they struggle to get referees, um, you know, week in, week out. But that's yeah. only because the boys, you know, they give it to the referees and, the, and there's like, mm what do I want to give up my Saturday if I'm just going to get yelled at? But then they've yeah. also got to experience that comes with the job. Um, yeah. I got suspended one game this year. Um, not the best look, uh, but I had to, you know, do a game and like I knew most of the boys on the pitch, but I'll give a decision. I don't care if we're best friends off the pitch. This is how I got to stick with it. You know, it's sometimes you got to take it on the chin and just ignore it. Mm, mm. Yeah, with, without referees, is obviously yeah, no no games. And um, yeah, over there, whether the game's still you know developing, yeah, just hopefully yeah more more players get out there um, yeah, refereeing. So you know, look, from just from the outside in, yeah, the NRL aren't doing anything to, to you know to help the actual um, local competition over there. Um, yeah, rugby league's been going for a while, and you know NRL helped, um, you know, with with um, you know, with coaching exposure, the referees, or just something, because um, what they're doing is just to you know benefit themselves, not the actual the game rugby league itself, because um, yeah, just with them assisting the local leagues um, across the country would be you know, hugely beneficial and, and great exposure. Um, so yeah, hopefully things will change one day, but. You know, it's, it's still a, a positive step. Um, is there anything else you want to say or add? Um, I definitely, like you said before, is, you know, if you're a young kid like myself, you know, and you're pushing that first team or, you know, if you want to give a, a go somewhere else, definitely get in contact with yourself, um, you know, find out where you can go, what sort of experience even if you don't have really much experience, just get in contact with Shams and, you know, give him a shout out and like, hey, I, you know, I want to try here or go somewhere else. Don't have much experience or don't many have many highlights. Um, you'll definitely help out. You know, it's a good experience to get away, um, see a lot of the world and, you know, and open your eyes up that, you know, just because you come from somewhere small, or, you know, even somewhere like Brisbane, that there is a bigger world out there and uh, definitely give it a push. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, 
sorry, just sorry for you. I had my young fella. Um, you're playing up a little bit there. If, if you hear him in in, in the background, um, playing with his toys. But I appreciate your time, Legend. Um, you know, you're you're definitely the poster boy, uh, poster player for you know players to follow in your footsteps. Um, yeah, through Strum Rugby League recruitment. Um, and you're just utilising the opportunities out there because yeah, no matter what level you've played or whatever, there, there's People who can follow in your footsteps and you know, play overseas, um, yeah, get to travel around and and make the make the most of it. And you're truly you're growing rugby league with your, your refereeing and um, and where you are at the moment in USA and and previously. So I appreciate your time, Legend. Um, yeah, have have a good night, rest, rest, and um, yeah, speak soon. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Bye.